Week of 14th, 2023, this is Diet Science with Dee McCaffrey. Dee's an organic chemist and nutritionist who lost 100 pounds by staying away from processed foods. She's now pursuing a doctorate in clinical nutrition, and every week on Diet Science, Dee covers a topic or two that's important for you and your family's health. This is your co-host, Michael McCaffrey. So, Dee, what's the topic for this week? This week we're talking about prebiotic sodas. Hmm, interesting. I was reading an article and decided to go get some to try. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just intriguing. They're actually quite tasty. Mm -hmm. They taste like a soda. Mm -hmm. Um, But what is making them a prebiotic type of functional food is that they have different types of prebiotic fibers added in so let's stop and say explain what a prebiotic is versus a probiotic right so a prebiotic is a type of indigestible carbohydrate typically they're they're a type of fiber that will dissolve in a liquid Mm -hmm. so that's why you could add it into a soda kind of just like dissolves in there but the molecule of this type of fiber remains intact as it goes through the the stomach and the small intestine is it doesn't we don't have any enzymes to break it down but then its main destination is to get to the large intestine where it becomes the food for the probiotic bacteria that are living in the large intestine. So obviously this fiber survives whatever the stomach can do to it. It stays intact. Absolutely. And then it just continues on in its journey until it becomes food uh, later on in the process. Right. It's it, it. that's the way we like to describe it in nutrition is it's the food for the, the good bacteria that live in your large intestine. Okay. So um, so we call it prebiotic because it's before a probiotic. I see. Right? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and remember, a, a, a prebiotic is a type, of bac- uh, a type of fiber or carbohydrate, whereas a probiotic is an actual living organism. It's a bacteria. Oh, okay. So totally, two totally different uh, things. But, okay. But anyway, so, you know, this idea of functional food... For, for those who aren't all that familiar, a functional who, food is when a manufacturer takes a substance that has already been proven to have some benefit, and then they add it to something else to sort of basically bump up the value of that food. For mm-hmm. example, taking something like a prebiotic fiber, which is typically found in beans and vegetables and chicory root and you know the, a lot of the root vegetables have uh, uh, these uh, prebiotic fibers in them so you take that and then you add it to a soda mm-hmm. and then you kind of increase the health value of that soda mm-hmm. um, and by the way I will have to say that the types of sodas that are these companies that are making prebiotic sodas they're already sort of naturally healthier 
types of sodas. It's mm. not like Coca-Cola or 7-Up or something like that. I mean, these are sort of already in the natural soda category. So a lot of them are like sweetened with stevia or some type of just fruit juice. Um, they don't have a lot of the, you know, like phosphoric acid and those types of things that are typically found in regular sodas. Okay. Which so, is important. You know, so, you, those types of sodas are really unhealthy for us. Okay. Okay. So it's got a leg up on a regular soda. Um, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw that you've got three different brands here, um, and I and we just uh, we just you let me taste some uh, before we started, but the three brands are Vina V I N A, Olipop O L I P O P, and Poppy P O P P I. So we tried all three. Um, of mm-hmm. course, they each have different um, flavors. Um, I thought they all were uh, pretty tasty, and they all you seem to use stevia or you know uh, some other kind of grape juice or something mm-hmm. like that to sweeten it. I did see some uh, on the ingredients, some some cane sugar, um, but it was a little lower down on the um, on the ingredient list. What was your take on the the sugar cane sugar content of of these three brands? Yeah, well, what I tend to look at when I'm reading the ingredients, and then I also look at the nutrition fact to see how many grams of added sugar are in a product. So mm-hmm. the Vino one that we tried, we we brought we got the the variety that was called Dr. Spice, which to me was a take on Dr. Pepper. Mm-hmm. And this one tended to be the one that had the most sugar in it. And interestingly enough, there the, the the can itself seems to boast that it doesn't have stevia in it. It's, it said it's organic and stevia free, mm. and um, you were kind of surprised by that because you said, "Well, why wouldn't why would you not want to have stevia?" And right. I I said, "Well, I think some people don't like the flavor of stevia, and so they would prefer something else." So this one is the one that uses the apple juice concentrate. And then there is some cane sugar. And it does have nine grams of sugar, and uh, eight of them are the added type. So that, so that one was the one, the highest of the three that we tried. Highest, this one, highest. Highest in sugar. Okay. Yeah. And the, the uh, calories was 49 calories for the can, 12 ounce. Mm-hmm. So um, now the ingredients, the other ingredients in this, because you know we're really looking for well, what's the prebiotic that's in here, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. this one also has uh, inulin from Jerusalem artichoke, hmm. and that's where it's getting its inulin. So inulin is a prebiotic fiber. Hmm. It's in Jerusalem artichoke. Oftentimes we also find it in chicory root. We and um, we'll f- you know we'll find it in agave uh, root, like the root of the agave, not the leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where the they're getting the the ty- the inulin that they're adding it into. So I thought that was pretty good. You know, mm-hmm. the, you got you're getting it from Jerusalem artichoke. So there was the, the next one that we tried was the um, poppy. I think poppy P O P P I P O P P I yeah, and that one we tried a different kind of flavor. That one was the uh, raspberry rose, Mm -hmm. which was quite refreshing. I really Mm -hmm. liked it. Mm -hmm. Now this one only had 
This one had the least, I believe, of all the sh the ones the sugars. The added sugars was four grams. Mm -hmm. No, the Olipop had two grams. Oh, okay. So this one was the one in the middle. Now this one, it, it does, it did have some organic cane sugar in it. So uh, that was where it got the sugar from. Uh, but the inulin in this one is from agave. The the poppy is yeah uh, that one. The mm -hmm. it, the, it says the ingredient that it has in it is agave inulin hmm. not agave nectar it's not putting a sweetener in there from mm -hmm. agave it's getting the inulin from the root of the agave plant okay um and then this one actually does have some stevia in it as well so mm -hmm. that might be why it's less sugars than that other one was mm -hmm. okay and this one only has 25 calories for mm -hmm. the can same mm -hmm. size 12 ounce mm -hmm. okay all right, and then we also tried the uh, Olipop. Olipop, yeah. And this one we tasted was the um, cola. It was a cola one, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, which actually I thought the, the flavor was very good. Like mm -hmm. it was tasted just like a cola, mm -hmm. pretty much. Um, but this one I think had the best uh, ingredient profile of all of them. So... It, this one had what they called the Smart, which I believe is their proprietary combination of in, uh, inulin or prebiotic fibers. This one has fiber from cassava root, from chicory root, from Jerusalem artichoke, from Nepal cactus, marshmallow root, and uh, calendula flower, and then kudzu root. And, and those were all of its prebiotic fiber ingredients. Mm -hmm. And then it also had some other things in it like um, apple juice concentrate, lime juice, the cola flavor. And then it had some other interesting uh, added uh, things in it like galanga root and stevia leaf, obviously. This one had uh, Himalayan pink salt in it and green tea caffeine. Hmm. And a natural vanilla flavor and a caramel cinnamon flavor. Mm -hmm. So, and this one had 35 calories for the can. Mm -hmm. So, although it had a little bit more calories than the one in, that we just talked about, this one had a better ingredient list, I think, of all of them. Well, if I know you when you're comparing things, you first look at how much added sugar is in there. Mm -hmm. um, but then for something like this, what else do you look at can you compare which one has more uh pre you know uh you know prebiotic um in the soda can you tell well you can look and see how many grams of fiber oh are in there this one has nine the olipop mm -hmm. oh, i'm mm -hmm. sorry yeah nine i said nine um so yes you can look at the uh, and at the number of grams of dietary fiber mm. on the uh, nutrition panel. Mm -hmm. And so you can kind of see, well, how much fiber. And by the way, if you if you were to look to see how many grams of fiber are in a Coca-Cola, you would see zero. Oh, is that right? Okay. Oh, yeah, there's no fiber in those types of things. Mm. Um, now, here's some interesting other information. You know, we're not, I didn't, I don't want to just do a product review here. Right. Um, I really want to kind of help people make decisions about this. So... The, uh, the kind of the consensus in the nutrition community is 
you know, yes, you'll get some good prebiotic fiber from drinking a soda, but you're, it's not going to be the highest quality of fiber mm-hmm. because these types of fibers, they're, they're typically, you know, they come from the, they have to extract it from the actual plant. And so it's kind of already more like sort of broken down and refined than the prebiotic fiber you would get if you actually ate foods that have prebiotic fiber in them. Now, how does it compare with consuming a prebiotic? Well, yeah, well, that was what I was going to get to. So typically, you know, the, the fibers have to make their journey through your intestinal tract and they're, you know, where they really want to end up is various locations within your large intestine. Mm-hmm. So with these added prebiotic fibers, because they're a little bit more um, ground up and refined almost, they, uh, I think a lot of them actually start to get sort of broken down in the small intestine. Mm. So, and by the time they actually would get to the large intestine, they're kind of already not available to go to the large intestine. So they may not actually be giving us as much of a benefit uh, as is proposed. So how can you tell whether it's dissipating in the small intestine and and not really helping as much in the large intestine? Well, I mean, it's not anything you can actually feel in your body as right. you're drinking the soda, but, right. but basically, you know, we're, we call these... Um, fibers that are added to, to foods and drinks, we're, we're going to call those purified fibers. Um, and their their molecular structures are a little more simpler than the ones that we find in our natural foods. And so that's what I said. They get fermented faster by microbes that live in the small intestine. Um, and then they don't reach the microbes that are living farther down in the large intestine. Um, and those microbes need to be fed too. So, mm-hmm. you know, so, so it, basically what I'm saying is it's okay to have these, but you're probably giving more benefit to the microbes in the small intestine rather than the ones in the large intestine. Mm-hmm. Um, and that you still need to eat foods that have these prebiotic fibers in them. So that, so lots of vegetables, fruits, beans, and whole grains. Those are the foods that have these prebiotic fibers. Right. So you can't have a crappy diet and and have these sodas and really expect much of a response. Right. And that's pretty much like anything else. You know, you 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 can't um, make up for a bad diet by just taking a pill or just drinking a soda that has some prebiotics in it or even drinking, you know, something that has added vitamins or omegas or something like that. I mean, you really do have to have that well-rounded diet to be able to have the full benefit for your body. Mm-hmm. Well, great. Um, anything more before we go, Dee? Well, I mean, I thought that they were, it's it's certainly an innovative product. I I hope they do well. I, you know, they weren't, <laughs> they weren't inexpensive. They were, you know, upwards of two, 250 a can mm-hmm. um, for a 12 ounce can. So, I mean, I don't, and I actually, I guess I shouldn't really judge it because I don't know how much a can of regular soda costs anymore since I don't buy those, <laughs> but like I don't buy them out of vending machines. Right. Maybe they are 250 in a vending machine. I, right, right. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to ask somebody, somebody who knows. Right. Right. <laughs> um, right. But, or maybe I'll just pay attention the next time I walk by a vending machine. But anyway, um, you know, I, I, I was, I was just thinking these are not something that I would 
want to buy regularly because, you know, they're a little on the pricey side for just one can. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing, too, was that you, you know, you can kind of overdo it, I think, on, on sometimes on these things. you Just like you can overdo it on regular fiber, you know, you can... You you know you have to be careful about you know don't you don't want to just overdo it and give yourself like tons and tons of this but it's it's okay to have a soda once in a while that has this in it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, D, for another informative week. <laughs> Diet Science is the official podcast for Process Free America. We're a nonprofit dedicated to eliminating childhood and adult obesity through nutrition education to both young and old. You can catch this podcast and lots of other great podcasts and articles at processedfreeamerica.org. This is Dee McCaffrey, and until next time, go forth and be healthy.